Hi, um, this is my, uh, what I've learned about reading the Read Aloud Handbook, chapter 7 and 8. So this is just uh, my understanding and things that I've learned about it. So chapter 7, we read, talked a lot about digital learning. And I mean, the points that he made in this book were very important. And of course, in the past year, digital learning has really expanded into fully digital um, Zoom classes for children, and with that could be very difficult on them. But in this, he talked a lot about how digital technology, such as iPads, iPods, laptops, computers, phones, uh, can now be used for reading and for many different ways of learning. Um, there's a lot of advantages, uh, which is that it can save time, space, money, and trees, uh, as books can be very expensive and can take up a lot of room. However, with online learning, it's all just in one place, very easily accessible, and is great for the students. Uh, there have also been tax laws change that it says in here, um, that now a lot of classics, a lot of books are available as ebooks on many different websites. Um, with ebooks, you can also do, like, audiobooks, which is one of my favorites. Um, I'm, not that it matters, but I'm currently listening to Little Women as an ebook uh, from an app that I got for free through like the library um, and I'm enjoying that I'm learning I'm like engaging with the text in a way that I can openly listen to it while I do like while I um, work my job um, it however can be very difficult with younger children when Using ebooks, it's very easy to get distracted and to want to go look at other things. Um, I wanted to go over just real quick the five liabilities that experts see in online learning as well as with their reasoning for it. One of them is kids will be kids, Wi-Fi or not, sophomores act, sophomore sophomore Cali, Cali. Two, educational software companies regularly over-promote, over-promise or lie about their products. Three, multitasking diminishes achievement. Four, constant connection connectedness undercuts thinking and create, creativity. And five, hyperlinked text impedes understanding. Uh, these can all be challenges for the students that they get distracted, they want to look at other things, and it can be very difficult for them to stay engaged with the text and with what they're supposed to be learning about. And then chapter eight talked about 
TV and audio hurting or helping literacy. We know now that uh, television is very prominent in many people's lives. I think you can't really talk to many people who say that they don't watch television. Um, but it can be very difficult for students, for for kids, that they can just want to watch television instead of doing things like learning and playing, which is the utmost of importance for them to be doing. Um, however, we can we we can also use television and audio as a good way of learning and engagement for them. Um, I, th- I definitely think that there needs to be balance between educational things and other things that they may enjoy. So as long as we're observing and watching them, uh, observing what they're watching as well, and having them watch educational things that they can learn from, uh, there's so many educational TV shows out there that can help them, and it can help them to understand. Um, another thing is uh, children can use closed captioning when they're watching television shows. That can help them to read, or uh, if you're watching a TV show with them, you can read the closed captioning to them. Um, things like that can help them. And yeah, thank you for listening. Bye-bye.